You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about Anita Baker Rapture on the line I have Rob Rapture take a tour through the sewer through your brain you'll be singing in the rain and you don't stop till punk rock I have been man from ours was eating cars <laughs> <laughs> and have cow Rapture Rapture is the second album by American vocalist Anita Baker released in 1986 on Electra Records the producer was Michael J. Powell uh, Martin Sharon and Gary Scardini. The genre is Quiet Storm, Soul, and R&B. I'm going to read from the book Daryl Easley. There was not a lot of demand for real soul by the mid-80s. Machines had replaced rhythm sections, and the arrival of over-mannered artists such as Whitney Houston offered little in the way of sweet authenticity. 29-year-old Detroit-dwelling Anita Baker challenged all this with her succinct album Rapture. Already schooled in Motown and Gospel, Baker joined Chapter 8 in 1975 and had enjoyed moderate success with the track I Want to Be Your Girl, singing to Otis Smith's Beverly Glenn music. She cut the underground hit The Songstress in 1983. A move to Electra provided her springboard to the big time, utilizing an incredible array of session talent Rapture is a highly produced diva album that still stands up perfectly. Produced mainly by ex-Chapter 8 colleague Michael J. Powell, who crafted a selection of covers and originals that suited Baker's sensual alto. The album was a compromise. Baker wanted it to be a jazz out-and-out. Powell wanted smooth, grooving R&B. It was this give and take that truly sparked the beauty within. To dismiss this as smooth radio fodder would be to ignore the glorious spikiness in Baker's phrasing. Sweet Love became a huge, irresistible hit, while Been Along So Long offered a slow ruminative, uh, rumination on the blues. It was remarkable how fetid Rapture was at the time, uh, and relatively how quickly it was forgotten. All right, what do we think of Anita Baker, Rapture? Was that right up talking shit on Whitney Houston? Uh, I think yeah, it, it I, was. no, well, I think it's talking about the arrangements, right? The difference in the arrangements. Absolutely, because they can both keep have her a, name out their mouth. Uh, yeah, if not I mean gonna, they both have gonna, amazing <laughs> vocals. I think if we're not going to cover Whitney Houston, keep her name out your mouth. Yeah, Ben, I I, I understand what you're saying. I, I thought the same thing for a second. I think they're just saying the arrangements. Right. Absolutely. Are, so they're talking about I mean, very produced divas and not having a lot of the you know more more mellow jazzy um vocalities all right mm-hmm. well i love this tanita baker album wow okay i, I think it's 
I, I love it. I just keep on listening to it. It's real good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I think she is really great, and I hate this album. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, I, I pinpointed all my hate, hatred, and uh, but I'll let someone else talk before I, I go Birch, into why these. Am I am I misremembering? Uh, you didn't like that Sade record either, right? I was. You weren't uh, super into it. No, no, I was neutral on that one. This one bites a little bit more um, mm-hmm. into my distaste. And uh, part of it is, I think I am, I leaned very heavily into jazz soul, uh, where I think Anita Baker wanted to go. And this has that sort of like 80s R&B. And it's just a matter of taste, really. I think it's produced well. I think the the session musicians are doing a wonderful job. Um, It's it's very pop-oriented and... Yeah, I, I, I don't fault them for that, but I think it's just my taste is is not um this is this is not for me. You it's prefer your jazz yeah. with a uh, soft day as opposed to a hard eye. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I this was first listen for me, and I didn't know that I knew the song Sweet Love until it came on. I knew Anita Baker's name, but I didn't know what she sounded like. I wasn't familiar with the name Rapture, but I put it on but by the time the chorus hits on Sweet Love, I was like, oh, I, I feel like I've known this song my whole life. It was probably inescapable in 85, you know, but uh, I don't know why I'm so drawn to this record. I, I've been trying to put my finger on it all week. I might just be in the right mood for it. I might be old enough now, but, uh, you know, we, we've covered some Quiet Storm stuff already, but this is, I think, my I, this is my favorite Quiet Storm we've covered, I think. I think so. Yeah, the production and like the production and the players on it are very lush. But her voice too. It's just like the it's like the one two punch of like just her voice which is I feel like she could sing the phone book and I'd pay attention. And then it's just yeah, it's just like like smooth R&B songs with enough pop hook to keep me listening and then just this lush production. I it's what I never I, I like it and I never knew I was looking for it. You know, just sitting here listening to it, not knowing why all day. No, yeah, I mean, I I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I brought up Sade just because, like, listening to this, um, immediately the algorithms were like, "Hey, you like Sade?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I know." Like, um, but no, it, it's perfect. Like, uh, dreary day, you know. Uh, we've all been stuck inside for a while. It's been a little, you know. It's January, and I work from home in the basement. And this was the first thing I, I put on on a Monday morning. I kicked on my space heater and put on Rapture and everything was good in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like some yearning and some melancholy, but it's also just, it just, it just feels good, man. It feels good to hear this record. <laughs> yeah. I, I will admit when song three came on, caught up in the Rapture and, and those sort of like light touch roads, piano, organ sort of sound come in. Oh, it, it That's wonderful. It just sounds so good. It's just the sort of, um, I don't know, what do you, the artifice of the sort of 80s bass tones and production and just the plasticness just kind of, it just, just reminds, gets, gets to me. It reminds me of that uh, Simpsons episode where uh, Bleeding Gums Murphy dies and uh, Lisa's Aww. all like, and the jazz man testifies. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. 
That's all. <laughs> and this is kind of what it reminds me of. Sequencing wise, uh, so Sweet Love starts on an F, probably ends on one two. I didn't. I, I th- this is this is very rudimentary sequencing. So pardon me. Uh, basically, so Sweet Love to You Bring Me Joy is just a chromatic step down. Uh, caught up in the rapture jumps to an a and then on been so long it's a chromatic step up uh mystery into no one is a chromatic step down mm. so like your your ears are are kind of picking up on that uh it, it's it's interesting though the sequencing is uh is is pretty neat uh but insofar as like I, I'm I'm telling you what the root note is because I was using a little like monophonic keyboard app on my thing. They're most likely like eleven chords and shit, which have all right. of the different overtones. Um, but yeah, uh, I I found I, I I interrupted and talked about this for no particular reason, <laughs> all aside <laughs> from the fact that I I was interested. Yeah, but Rob, I, did I, you I did you did you drink some hot chocolate and curl up under a blanket for the mm. fire? Mm. No, that the lights way down mm. low and. This one took me a Some minute nice warm for, for, for it to grab me, man. <laughs> like it, it, this was not in the, out of the gate, like yeah. Um, but on like a fourth or fifth listen, I'm I'm kind of getting it. But yeah, it's just a. It's it's so it rain hitting the window and it's dark outside? Oh, All right, oh. let me t- let me tell you my disgruntled. Please, the elements that, that makes me shoo this this kind of music away. One, the bass tone. I hate this poppy 80s bass tone. It's too unlike like a jazz bass, like an upright jazz bass. It 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 has this sort of like funk. It it this sort of bass tone is is very welcome in in you know funkiness. But maybe that's why some people like I hate the wind chimes. There's way too many wind chimes on way too many songs. <laughs> and once you hear them, you're not going to be able to unhear them because it's Every interlude, everything, it's like a wind chime just like flows through. I hate Claire that. calls those sprinkles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't call them sprinkles. Birch, when the oh, quiet sprinkles. storm is rolling through, it's going to it's gonna disturb your wind oh, chimes. A wind chime, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hate the the false or faux uh, horn scents that come in. It, it's like not real horn, and it's just an obvious uh, like you, you don't You don't like horn. the... Uh, you don't like the Twin City sound? Yeah. The fake... Uh, in the early 80s, they threw away all the horns and they didn't forge <laughs> no, them again in no, like the didn't. mid-90s. <laughs> the faux uh, xylophone, you know, where it, it does this like glissando. If it's not the wind chimes doing a glissando, it's a faux you don't, xylophone you don't, doing You don't it. like the DX7 xylophone either? God well, they, like do sprinkles. These, they do these sprinkle glissandos. <laughs> and then on top of all that, um, on some songs like Sweet Love, they'll throw in like Congos that are just fake Congos. <laughs> and all that just together, I just, I'm like, why? It just sounds like the wind chimes, the these glissando, you know, fake glissando, all this stuff in the bass tone. Noise, really, noise, 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 yeah. noise. Yeah. You sound like the Grinch. But the, <laughs> But her voice is so good that I feel like if she had a really good, you know, jazz backing band i would i'd be completely on board that's what weren't they called chapter eight isn't that her band yeah yeah and but they decided the producer decided to go with this sort of yeah the producer saw chapter eight and he was like well she's the star 
I, I feel bad for you, Birch, because we're going to hear so much more of this stuff that you hate. We're in 1986, you know, like we're going to hear this until it smells like teen spirit. I think <laughs> I am. I am not alone in thinking this because when it came out, uh, Baker herself expressed her own, you know, she was not happy with the synthesizers um, and said it sounded really thin. Like, and she didn't like that there were synthesizers all over the album. Uh, it, it, she wished that it it would have it, it would have um, it, it been a little more natural. He, she said it sounded like you know a layer of crystal or something. But I think it's that's a what a lot of people like about it. It's a shame <laughs> that it sold as well as it did then because she didn't change <laughs> this up. Like she she yeah. leaned into it on the next one and it gets fucking worse. Well, yeah. When we like the style of music that I would hear while I'm in line at the bank but I also feel like if this came on the public address uh, like sound system when I was at the bank I feel like it it would put me at ease like mm-hmm. like 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 that type of music is intended to do I feel like this music is getting the job done of it's chilling me out and it's just making it everything's everything's gravy man Ben, I was going to say, this sounds more like uh, being on hold uh, on the phone music with the bank. Man, I spent so much time on hold. I wish they were playing Rapture. (laughs) Going to refute a real world. uh, This in my cans. Um, Sometimes when I don't do real estate and I'm feeling bad about myself, I'll just go do delivery driving. So I feel better about myself. Today was one of those days, fellas. And I was doing all of my homework with Anita Baker. And this was me standing in line surrounded by a bunch of like sick people at a McDonald's for 25 minutes oh, waiting Jesus, for food Ron. to come out. Did it make and your weight tolerable? No, it made it more stressful. <laughs> oh yeah. So it, that's in, not when you should be listening to this though, in I practice. Oh, you, the, the relaxing music. I shouldn't be listening to, to try to uh, calm Relax. my nerves from this fucking <laughs> COVID crisis. That's when you put on bad brains. And the bad brains record would have been over by the time <laughs> that, that weight was done. Regardless, in practice, in a stressful situation, this did not help at all. No, I can. Yeah. So I don't think anything would have helped, Rob. Huh? No, not really. That's dystopian as fuck. It really is. I did like that she was. She kept asking the publishing houses for um, sort of like this type of music because she didn't want to play the. You know, she didn't want the pop elements she wouldn't something that was a little more like a fireside love songs jazzy so i i think that's really cool that she got to do this sort of she got to do what she wanted and she was right to do it because it sold like crazy uh man i i meant to look up the birth rates from when this album dropped in the nine months later seriously because i'm pretty sure a lot of babies ended up getting made this this album's like it's like a mug of hot cocoa with some booze in it 
that, that's that's how it hits my ears. Do you want to get under the blanket and curl up mm. your toes? Mm. Listen mm. to that crackling fire. I do, I do. The yeah, the rain's pounding on the windows, but waiting in line at McDonald's. We're, we're warm in here. Order. We are warm under this fur blanket. Hey, Driving what, it to somebody's house for three dollars. Want to lay down and listen to my CPAP machine? <laughs> you like cold chicken McNuggets? <laughs> so cold. <laughs> Don't use these delivery services. They're fucking awful. <laughs> I've never, I've never had warm food delivered. Somebody delivered some Taco Bell to my front porch that we didn't order, and I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do? But you're, you're not gonna. Yeah, it was on the fr- I went out on the front porch at two o'clock in the morning, and there was two burritos, and I ate them. Yeah, it's it's not like you're gonna yell, "Hey, whose burritos are these?" Or like call the Taco Bell and be like, uh, "Someone has misplaced their burritos." Al, had you not eaten them, I would be more concerned than <laughs> if you had. I was eating them in the kitchen, like looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Over the sink, choking it down like a fucking cat that just found some treats. This is just a few days ago. <laughs> lucky, lucky boy. Yeah. Seriously, that's what a what a stroke of good luck. And one of them was to totally it? like a burrito that somebody ordered while they were high. It was like burrito, add jalapenos, add beef, add cheese, add onions. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do special orders at Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, man. Were you were you listening to uh, Anita Baker's uh, platinum selling record Rapture while eating those burritos? Yep, and I was curling up my toes under that blanket, <laughs> listening to the rain fall against the window. Sold three million copies initially by October 1987. Holy Jesus Christ. Christ! It propelled Baker's stardom, soul and pop. Uh, during the 80s, it won two Grammy Awards and eventually sold over 6 million copies worldwide. Holy cow. Uh, but number I saw, recent number was 8, 8 million copies. Wow. Damn. Yeah, this album's a force. Although a very, a very small guy. It's quiet it's force. Very quiet. <laughs> it's a velvet force. <laughs> the, the sort of like sophisticated jazz... Um, Pop elements. Birch, is this, this Sophista Jazz? Yeah, you could say that. What's unsophista jazz? Uh like would that be like Al Hurt? No. <laughs> I mean I'm trying to trying to think of something in the same vein as this. So is Sophista Jazz a real genre or did we just make that up just now? I think we kind of made it up, but I, I could see someone using it because it because uh Sade was is Sophisto Pop. Sade yeah. Sophista Pop? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. I still don't quite know how to. So is this cowpunk then? Stop it. <laughs> this is not cowpunk. I can tell you when something's cowpunk. I just can't tell you when something's sophistopop. I had a dream about cowpunk the other day. <laughs> yeah, sophistopop. Uh, she Shade is also Quiet Storm. So they're they're. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve cool. Earle is more cowpunk than Anita Baker, but neither of them are really cowpunk. But he's closer. Hmm. I, I think to not be sophistopop, it would have to be less oriented towards the, like, you wouldn't just use, um, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. It would be more off the cuff, more jazzy, uh, less in line with pop music to not be, to be unsophisto jazz. 
I find most jazz sophisticated. No, you're not listening to enough jazz. Whoa. Hot. <laughs> Birch coming in hot. Watch out, jazz. Watch out, jazz. <laughs> I mean, when you're thinking... When are you thinking of bitches brew stuff like that, right? That okay, that's yeah, it's not really sophisticated. Yeah, is it? yeah, it's it's out there. It, it it moves in different directions. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got the associates, Sade, or Sade for Sophistapop. Style Council. Style Council. The associates, Style Council, Sade, but not like talk talk. I feel like I didn't care for Style Council. Was that the? Yeah, no, I'm did. the only person who likes Style Council. I think that was my first negative. Actually, was Style Council. Were you here Liter- for haircut? One literally the only person who likes Style Council. You're an iconoclast, Rob. I can't abide yeah. by this. Like no one in the world. I don't see what you guys see with this. Now I understand. Okay, it's relaxing and it's kind of yeah, hold music. Yeah, hold me. Okay. <laughs> 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 but this is this is stuff you put on the weather channel yeah when that quiet storm's rolling in uh-huh. <laughs> oh no birch were snowed in light up some scented cocoa. candle there's yeah. some booze in it why don't you just curl under this <laughs> nice thick blanket with me got a tin full of caramel right. popcorn mm, caramel popcorn it's got the cheese ones in it too chicago style and some mold wine nice yeah. hot wine Got a 4K update of the David Lynch Dune. Ooh, hot <laughs> hot wine and Dune, Birch. In a need brand new oh, he's in, track he's coming into it. He's into it. Uh, give me some glue vine and Dune, huh? <laughs> oh, I miss glue vine. I had a good time with glue vine a year and a half ago until I drank all of it. Vine. Yeah, but this was like the stuff at Hawks. Like I bought mm. like cases of it. And it was just me and hot wine over the uh, the beginning of the pandemic. I bet you can get glue vine at Aldi's, depending on the season. Just make it. Prove Wait, it. Wait, did you just add glue to wine? Yes. No, glue vine is just hot spiced wine. Do you want me to tell you? It's orange peels and oranges. It's is cin- glue vine and mulled cinnamon. wine the same thing? Yes. Glue vine applied yeah, directly gl- to the forehead. Glowing wine <laughs> is what they call it in Germany. Glue vine. So when you buy a bottle of glue vine it has at room temp, uh-huh. it's just spice. So it's just spiced wine yeah. that you're supposed to warm up. Yes. So I've got a hot mug of that. Mm-hmm. The storm's raging outside. Okay. But it's just you, me, and Anita Baker and some glue vine birch. Okay. Are you into it? No, I wouldn't listen to this. You plus me plus glue vine minus Anita Baker equals three. <laughs> I just, this is not something I would ever put on. And if you put it on, I'd be like, okay, What if you look outside okay. and it was a snowy night and there were some Clydesdale ponies? Yeah, you're snowed in, Birch. You can't leave my house and I'm playing Anita Baker. A couple of weird burritos on your porch. <laughs> mm, mm. Weird, <laughs> weird burritos and hot wine. <laughs> this is going off the rails. Birch, I'm with you. Um, I'm not with you. I'm here for it. Yeah, I just uh, I like it a lot. And I don't think it sounds thin. I don't think so either. I think it sounds lush. Me too. Like synth lush, but lush. It fills up a room. I like parts. Like the what we just heard with that uh that guitar work at the end of uh whatever song we're just listening to. No one to. no one in the world, I think. No, yeah, no one in the world. 
I thought that was nice. It reminded it me. Nice. It reminded me of uh, some of the stuff on that uh, that last craft work or not craft work uh, Death Punk record. Um, if if, mm. if if oh the random access yeah yeah if Nita Baker was playing a show and there wasn't pandemic shit going on would you go you got tickets to it no Me? absolutely not oh yeah no never no is never. she playing at like a a sh- a chalet what if it's Rib Fest or something oh I don't know if I want to see Nita Baker at Rib Fest I I I need to be under a blanket the Hall and Oates played at Rib Fest one time I would see Hall and Oates at a Rib Fest but I'm I'm I would I would, I would I would I would listen to Hollow Notes while eating ribs, but I don't know if I would listen to Rapture by Anita Baker while eating ribs out in a parking lot in Indianapolis. Yeah, I I, I don't want to listen to Anita Baker while I'm at a Catholic fish fry either. Really, I don't want to listen to Anita Baker. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't either. I, I, think, I think that's, that's where what, I'm coming from. I when I listen to this kind of music, I'm like, I would rather listen to like the Dap Kings, like doing the background or something. Like Sharon Jones, Amy Winehouse, I mean, any of that stuff. Yeah, I I I I, I love uh, real musicians more than than synth patches as well. Mm-hmm. But we're in '86, so you, you take what you can get. Yeah, but you can get real musicians, jazz musicians, to back this. She could have, but she didn't, and well, it's still what if, good. What if you're shopping in the mall, uh, in the movie Commando? Okay, there's tons of musicians going up that on this elevator, album. That glass elevator. There's like 30 musicians on this album. Are they all pay- playing bass and keyboards? <laughs> yeah, mostly. Oh. <laughs> okay, there's like six and, uh, there's playing like keyboards. 12, 12 there's a lot of guitar chimes. players. There's a lot of bass players. A lot of percussionists. Two saxophonists. And a handful of backing vocalists. Like like actual people playing actual instruments. And singing and stuff. It's just soft. <laughs> just... Oh, it is soft. Did you like any Quiet Storm, Birch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love Marvin Gaye. Love him. He's Is he Quiet Storm? Because he's kind of like, he's like, like soul proper, right? Yeah, but there's Quiet Storm elements in it. Hear my dear. Yeah, yeah. Have a like Barry White. Yeah, and we got it Hot Buttered Soul. I mean, love that. Mm -hmm. Got some Isaac Hayes. Yeah, I didn't realize that was considered quiet storm i thought quiet that, storm the isaac hayes album we got when we were covering it i think we learned that it was considered one like early yeah. early example of quiet storm Progenitor. okay mm-hmm. um yeah i mean you could say some barry white and some petty pendergrass al green love al green i mean that's kind al of green is quiet storm soul proper probably al green in the late 70s going into the 80s became he probably 60s, 70s Al Green is soul proper. Going into the 80s, I would probably say Quiet Storm. Okay. I read unto you Christ guys review for this Please. record. Having listened far more than natural inclination dictated, I've been, I've become actively annoyed with this vocal watershed. 
From its strong lounge beat to its conscious avoidance of distracting lyrical detail, it's all husky, burnished mood, the fulfillment of the quiet storm format Black Radio devised to lure stadier customers away from white bread temptations like soft rock and easy listening. God knows it's more soulful and sexier, too, but that's all it is. Uh, reification of the human voice as vehicle of an expression purer than expression ever ought to be. B minus. Bust out your thesauruses and then figure out what I slurred. <laughs> Dicks. Um, but interesting that the uh, the thing that I didn't like is the uh, it's all husky, and not just because I'm it's chubby. Husky. Not not just because I'm I'm a I'm a chubby boy, but really I like the husky. There's an issue with dudes bitching about quote vocal fry. Unquote. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And that's kind of sounds like Christ Gow's uh digging into that bullshit. Like, cause he loved that Tina Turner record. Cause we all did, because it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was um, but then bitching about like uh this lady like giving a more like you know, like that sort of vocal delivery. Like it's I don't know. I haven't listened to Anita Baker's earlier work, so I don't know if she was just like a operatic, like a you know, diva lady. And then there's not a there's not that like this is her breakthrough. She had one before this, but it was considered underground. You know. How about this? I just looked up Quiet Storm, you know, songs, just just to kind of get into this genre, get into this headspace. Al Green, let's stay together. Marvin Gaye, all you know, numerous songs from Let's Get It On. Here's who's a, a good example of something that I'd rather listen to: Roberta Flack. Okay, much okay. much rather listen to Roberta Flack, her albums than I would of this production. And it's purely production. I love Anita Baker's voice. Actually, she has a very good voice, very distinctive, and she does a wonderful job with it. But the background, the the production, just kills it. Well, I'm with you then. Yeah, that's that's some soft, soft, soft sex. It just, yeah, it sounds like the Kenny G stuff that it's like like G E Smith and the Saturday Night Live Band. (laughs) Yeah, I can't say I'm a big fan of G E Smith outside of Hollow Notes. G G E Smith's a guitar player though, but uh, but that that sound sounds like the like the '80s Saturday Night Live Band is what I always think of. Just that 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 tenor that ripping tenor sax. You know, Kyle, you got opinions, bud? Oh, man, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I dig this, you know, like, um, yeah, truth be told, I'm not sure whenever I, I put it on again, except maybe if it's kind of a dismal day outside and I got the day off, you know, maybe suddenly and I can just put my slippers on and get under that blanket, put on like a sugar cookie uh, scented candle, you know, put on some uh, the Americans, you know. And just and just binge. <laughs> yeah, I like this record. I don't give a shit. It's fine. I'll follow that up. I like this record. I don't give a shit. It 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 it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I said at, at 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 the top of the hour, uh, I can't quite pinpoint why I like it. I don't really like eighties production. I love some divas, but not necessarily. I don't necessarily like like diva as a genre. Something about this Anita Baker album, I find it simultaneously charming and comforting, and it just 
puts my troubled mind at ease from the first time I played it, which was a couple days ago. I like it. I like it's it. It's 2022. You got to put your mind at ease. When yeah. You get it, you know? Like, you know, like I, I, I might use it as like a Valium, but I like it for that. You know? Well, I, I've tried it in practice as a Valium and I've tried it uh, just as a homework. And I, I like her voice. I don't like the production. And yeah, it really does sound like the uh, the Lisa Simpson uh, jazz man testifies song, and she's rad. And it's a real shame that this one hit the way it did because she never went back to like trying to have an actual band uh, and even like make make songs that were, I don't know, a little a uh, little less broad. <laughs> But what what the fuck do I know? I've never sold anything that sold six million records, so fuck me. Eight million. Um, oh, I'm sorry, eight million. Um, but no, I, I'm 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 a solid neutral. Um, I I, w- I wouldn't turn anybody away from this, but I'm not sure I know of anyone I would recommend it to either. If Anita Baker was coming to the Louisville Palace live, would you go see her? If Anita Baker was coming to Zanzibar, I'd go see her. Anita Baker's not coming to Zanzibar. Then I'm not seeing her. She's not an up and coming indie garage band. Yeah, She's Anita well, Baker. I'm not going to go to the fucking Yum Center to watch. I didn't say Yum music. Center. I said the Palace. That is a nice, warm theater. Nah, not Palace. I guess if you're at sitting the pa- down. At the Palace, you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sit down in comfy chairs and there's beautiful ambiance. and um, good acoustic. Unless everyone else around you is standing, which was the Nick Cave thing. And that was fine. I was also was standing. Fine. That's yeah, fine. I'll yeah. stand forever. The best fucking show I've ever forever. seen. Yeah, I just from everything I said before. I mean, I don't like to sound negative towards Anita Baker, but I'll, I'm definitely negative on this album. I just don't like it. It's not my taste. I I find it very distasteful in the way that it's produced, and it's a shame because I want, you know, I want Anita Baker to succeed. I think she. Well, I think she has. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> but I want to like you know I want to like uh, you know musicians, and I feel like she's doing a, a wonderful job. I just feel like it's a you know the studio You're not really helping her. The studio guns behind <laughs> behind it are just not uh, just not doing it for me. Maybe it's a it's a very mellow, milk toasty kind of vibe, and I know that's what it, it is. F- can be appealing. I, th- I think that's what, you know, what you're resonating with a lot, Ben, is is that even even in the stops and the starts and the sort of uh, percussive hits, it still has this, like, it never, never wildly veers off path in any direction. It has this, like, same sort of almost ambient, like, uh, feeling, you know, it's like a warm feeling that it's just a glow of an album, which is, which makes sense, but yeah, just not for me. Plus, I would I, ask. I, I feel like this is is taking the place of Roberta Flack, Whitney Houston, you know, and some other albums, and I, I, I don't really like that um, to think about that. But I, wish I we will could talk say, about yeah, I will say she probably deserves to be in the book because this album was definitely a milestone. And there's like how many other, there's an entire radio stations devoted to this kind of adult contemporary slow jazz, you know, music that people like. 
Yeah. Only, only thing I would ask is if any of the listeners happen to know of Quiet Storm that came out in 86 that was good. <laughs> because, I mean, it, this could just be like kind of the death knell. Like it, that production is going to be like ubiquitous or ubiquitous. Uh, 1986, Quiet Storm songs. Here we go. Shirley Jones, Always in the Mood. Anita Baker, Anita Baker. Anita. Uh, Janet Jackson, Control, 1987. That's not Quiet Ooh, Storm. That is not a Quiet Storm. Get out of here. what they say. Keith's mm. a fucking sweaty dance party. Get Janet on the phone right now. Yeah. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Her name is Janet. <laughs> Yeah, Billy Ocean, suddenly. Yeah, Smooth Operator. Oh, Lionel, Lionel Wait, Rich- Billy Ocean is, is Quiet Storm? Uh, suddenly, Lionel Richie, hello. Pivot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I see that. Yeah, we're, get, we're getting no Commodores or Lionel Richie in this book, are we? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Phil Collins effect. Hmm. Hmm. What's next, Birch? <laughs> All right. Next time we'll be talking about the Smiths. Oh my God! The Queen is dead. Thanks, y'all. Ooh. Ooh. Please take me.